What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Fifth Line Primetime. This is episode three. I'm your host, Tommy Pamer. He's Aiden Latona. Big win for the Jackets on Thursday night. Patrick Laine and Jack Roslovic get their first goals with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, what did you think of that game? Uh, I thought it was really good considering the um, Laine debut for the Jackets. Um, that didn't no. turn out really well. We'll talk about that later. But it was a good bounce back game. Um, they, they're scoring a lot more, which is really nice to see, especially with um, how little they've been scoring this season. Uh, I thought that um, they came out strong, you know, with the 2-0 lead. Um, Dallas bounced back, of course, but Columbus finally held on at the end, which was really nice to see, especially after that Florida game. Mm. Yeah, so... You know what it was? It's the fact that they weren't wearing the reverse retro jerseys. yeah. Those look terrible, in my opinion. Yeah, they look popular opinion. They looked way better in the um, Instagram posts and the Twitter and all that let's, stuff. Let's just say I'm glad they only have to wear those atrocities four times this year. Yeah. So uh, since we did our last podcast, the jackets went two and two. We both said they would go three and one. Um, I kind of had a feeling they were going to lose to the Blackhawks. I didn't want it to be in regulation like it was, but um, so they split with the Blackhawks and Stars, go one and one in each of those, and uh, we're going to recap each of those four games now. Yeah. So uh, first game against Blackhawks um, was the night of our last episode, Friday night. Um, Jackets uh, took that game 2-1. Um, Bjorkstrand got his third goal of the season on a power play goal from Atkinson Wierenski. Eric Robinson then followed up on his um, breakaway goal to put the Jackets up 2-0. Chicago got um, back with one of their own, but Columbus held on for a 2-1 win. Patrick Kane almost ties it up, but epic save. Corpusalo played amazing that game. He had over 30 saves. Patrick Kane had like two, three chances right in front of the net, and Corpusalo stopped every single one of them. Anytime you can limit Kane to no goals, that's a good thing. Yeah. Because he's amazing. Um, Corpus Allo or Merce Lincoln, do you have to trade one? Who are you trading? This is tough. They're both the same age. I think Corpus Allo is more consistent. I think Elvis is streaky. Like, he'll have three really good games and I'll have three really bad games. If I had to trade one, I think it'd be Elvis, though. I agree. Um, I just think you can get more value out of him, especially with the brand and all that stuff. But, Mm -hmm. um... Yeah, it's kind of like a Lindor and Ramirez thing, right? Everybody knows, everybody knows Lindor, everybody knows Elvis, right? But the the guy in the back half is the the more consistent, like not not quite as flashy, but still everybody's yeah. a good player. Kind of like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, yeah. kind of thing. So the game after that, Blackhawks took it three one. Kind of disappointing, but yeah. it is what it is. Elvis, uh, I wouldn't say he lost that game for them, but he definitely didn't help. Uh, game tied 1-1. He goes out to play the puck twice. Both miss cues leading to Chicago goals. Um, but you can't really fault him. They scored uh, They scored one goal. You can't expect a goalie to win you a game when you've only scored one goal. 
So um, all in all, I don't think that was a good game for the Jackets. They had something to look forward to, though, with Liney coming in. And then um, those reverse retros. So, uh, But then that next game, starting Dallas. Um, Patrick Liney's debut, debut in a Columbus yeah. jersey. And um, it did not go well. Dallas no. scores like two minutes in off a of Pavelski tip. He is so good at tipping pucks. It's unbelievable. Um, then Bjorkstrand, at the end of a period, takes a four-minute double minor high sticking, which does not bode well for the Jackets, as Dallas has a top three power play in the league. Um, Pavelski got a second off of another tip. Surprising. Um, Dallas 2-0 lead. Jackets get one of their own power play goals, which was nice to see, especially their... Uh, Power play hasn't been too hot these past few years, but um, Jones gets that. Rosalvik got an assist, so he has two assists so far on the season. And Both then, with the Jackets? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Dallas responds with three straight, 5-1. Does not look well, um, especially with Lion in his debut. You, you can't win games if you're going to give up six goals. No. That's just absurd. I mean, I know they have a great offense and everything, but like limited to limited to three. And it's not like they they weren't playing well on the other side either. No. Like you can give up six goals, but if you're scoring six goals, I mean, it's okay. It's not ideal, but you can't go give up six goals and then only score like two or three. That just doesn't win you games. But uh, I mean, it might sound like a joke, but I really think it was those jerseys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are. Terrible. Obviously, for the Columbus, um, you know, with the Blue Jackets, it yeah. looks weird seeing them in red. And it then lo- it looks too reminiscent of a Washington Capitals. Yeah, alternate, that's. But, I was just about to say that it does not look like the Columbus Blue Jackets no. playing. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't like those jerseys. I thought they looked better on um, in the pictures. No, but yeah, stick to the cannon in the regular. Navy, you um, have you have a really good alternate jersey. Stick with yes. that kind and of the regular ones. Yeah, um, but the next game after that, primarily because they switched back to the regular home blues, uh, Jackets get the win four to three. Um, stars, uh, Jamie Ben gets a goal late to make it four to three, but uh, it was looking pretty sketchy, like they were going to tie it up and win in overtime, like what happened with Florida, right? But they uh, hold on, get the victory there. Um, big win, big win, yeah. no doubt. Similar to what they did. Uh, Going one and one against the Stars, kind of similar to what they did with Tampa, right? Yeah, where um, both these teams were in the Stanley Cup final last year. They split the pair. I'm I'm okay with it. Personally. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, I think they just have to get their chemistry with these guys because you know John Tortorello, he likes to switch up the lines. Um, Jackets coach, um, he likes to play whoever's playing well that night, not necessarily on the season, just that night. So the lines can get kind of switched up. So I just think they have to find the perfect lines that work well together and I think the um second game against the stars I think they found some lines that really worked um and hopefully they play them eight times this year so hopefully that success will transfer yeah. into the next match and then yeah I, for Dallas especially Dallas and Tampa it's just about containing their star players which so far at least for the star players Dallas has been playing really well Columbus can't contain their star players you know Pavelski had um, two goals, two assists in that um, 6-3 win, and then he had uh, another assist that night. Radulov had three assists. Ben had a goal and an assist. 
Um, their top line, their power play was really, 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 really good. Um, and then, so yeah, just things like containing star players, um, chemistry, I think that all work out for the Jackets in the long run. Okay, so let's get into the upcoming schedule here for the Jackets. Um, tomorrow, Super Bowl Sunday, go Chiefs. Um, at 3 o'clock, you got the Hurricanes. That's a Cannon jersey game. And then the next night, Monday, you got uh, the Hurricanes again. And then uh, next Thursday will be the next game after that against the Blackhawks. And then again next Saturday night. So Against Nashville. So I think – oh, I'm – Chicago. Me, Chicago. I'm looking – well two game ahead. series here, baseball. Yeah. So we got uh, two games against the Canes, two games against the Hawks next weekend. Uh, what do you think the boys will do here? I'm I'm looking here back to back. I like how this works out for Columbus, especially with these two goalies. You know, um, I think I'd like to say they'd sweep. That maybe mm. not realistic. I'm gonna the next go ahead. Four? Yeah, I'm going to okay. go ahead and say 3-0-1. I think they lose one to overtime. I don't I don't know who yet, but I do think they just don't win in overtime. But I, w- I would say that's probably their their ceiling, I think. 3-0-1 in there. Uh out of the 8 points available, I say they get at least 5. At least 5. You you'd like to like You'd like to see that with, you know, what this team has to be. has You have to get at least six yeah, to be a playoff yeah. contender, um, especially, especially in this, this division. division. And, you know, with the games getting canceled, it may not just go down to points. It may be points percentage. So you have to get all the points sure. possible. Uh, what do you think of the Hurricanes this year? Do you think they have a chance at maybe yeah, a dark horse division title? Division title? I don't think so. I think Tampa Dallas plays for that. I don't think... Hey, don't count out though those Florida Panthers. Oh boy, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I mean, six zero and two, haven't had a regulation loss yet. Um, especially with Bobrovsky not playing well at all. I mean, their backups playing miles better than him, and he's what like making ten times more. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but you know they kind of went more instead of going more top heavy. They um, in off season they got more depth and focused more on defense. And it's worked well for them so far, which so going back to the hurricanes real quick right now they're in third uh, sorry fourth place in the central division jackets are in third uh they have a record of six two is that right six two and o on the season, so yeah it's pretty good um let's see twelve points on the season in fourth place, so they would make the playoffs as the season ended today um have that young core of like Sebastian Ajo and Svechnikov and who's the third one? Teravine and Hamilton. That's right. um, they've got a really good defense. So, so oh, sorry, really good defense to the point where like Brady Shea and like Jake Gardner are like bottom, bottom pairing defensemen. So like very good defense. They're one place where I think they could be better. And I think they're going to try and address this is goaltending. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marazic, he's a re- he's a good starter. I just don't think that he's like a cup cup contending goalie with like guys like Vasilevsky, you know, Freddie Anderson, John Gibson, and all those guys. Carey Price, all those guys. I don't think he's there yet, but he's a good like starting goalie. So mm-hmm. not something that's like 
urgent, but something they have to think about in the future if they want to contend for a Stanley Cup. But, uh, yeah, like you said, very good young core. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you could argue if it was any team other than Boston, they probably would have went all the way. Yeah, I mean, you could. I think Columbus would have made the Stanley Cup final if they wouldn't have played Boston. Yeah. But it is what it is. So yeah. you think they sweep the Hurricanes in this two-game set? I'm thinking they lose in overtime. I think they go I think one so and too. one. I think they do sweep Chicago. Um, but they're, again, going to, back to Chicago, Chicago's goalie, I said earlier that Chicago's defense and goaltending was a liability. Mm-hmm. Their goalie came out of nowhere, and he's playing really, really good. Lankinen, I think, is his name. Um, but, yeah. So this division's getting really competitive. You know, you mm-hmm. got five playoff caliber teams competing for four spots, and one of these teams going to miss it. Yeah. How about the fact that uh, three of the top four teams, you could argue all four, are not from what you would think to be a hockey market? Yeah. Like, I know Tampa has a huge fan base and all that, but it is South Florida. Mm -hmm. And now... And you you wouldn't think for Carolina to be a huge hockey market either. Same thing with Nashville and, like... I mean, I'd argue Nashville. Nashville's got some really, really good hockey fans. But, yeah, like Dallas, Tampa, Florida, really hot states. You you don't think that's a hockey market. But you'd be surprised, to be honest, with the amount of diehard hockey fans that are down there. Nice. Especially Dallas. I mean, what, they they were like top five attendants last year. Same with Tampa. Um, Florida, on the other hand. Well, that's that's just because they have Stanley Cup teams. I I think that's half of it. I mean, and, even when Dallas and I mean Dallas won a Stanley Cup like 21 years ago, so they've they've been a hockey, they've had hockey relevance there for a long time. It's yeah. just they, he, they will always be. You're not ever going to compete with the Cowboys ever. I, yeah. Same thing with Tampa and the Bucks. Yeah, and then Florida on the other hand, with uh, well that that's Miami. Yeah. Not and even. and to mention they play like thirty minutes outside of the city in a suburb. Yeah. So if it was in South Beach, it might be a little different, but I don't know. So the minor leagues, going back to the monsters, they were supposed to start their season last night, but it was postponed for some stupid COVID reason. Um so they're gonna open up their season next Friday at Rocket Mortgage Field House against Rochester. Um That's Chicago's uh, is it? I think, I think that's it's, Chicago's farm team. Rochester? Ro- uh, Rochester Ro- is Buffalo. I was thinking Rockford. Rockford, yeah, Rochester. Is, Rockford is the Blackhawks. Yeah. Ro- Rochester is Buffalo. Rochester Americans. Uh, but, yeah, it's nice to see, especially those guys, now that instead of, like, sending them on the tax squad, you can send them down to the AHL and they can actually get games than just sitting in the press box, which will work out for guys like Stenlin, Gerby, and all those Guys that necessarily are depth call-ups, mm-hmm. they can still get ice time. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm liking it, especially now that they're opening um, the arena to fans. Yes. Yes. No. There we go. That's the right one. Yes. It's great to see. Uh, Monsters games are always a good time. Um, good to see. Hopefully, hopefully the Jackets will do that eventually. I read an yeah. article today that um, they hope to have it at 20% by mid-March, which the Cavs right now are at 14%. So 
that would be amazing if it was at yeah. 20% by then. Um, so you said you wanted to talk about jerseys? Yeah. Okay. Re- what do you got? Stretches. Um, just, you know, about a few days ago, a bunch of teams debuted their reverse retros. Um, New York with their Lady Liberty jerseys. Um, Minnesota with their Subway Eat Fresh jerseys. Um, and then uh, Subway Jets. Jets had theirs. Tampa had theirs yesterday, which I thought. I, I kind of like those, honestly. Yeah. I think if they switched the gloves uh, to other than gray, I think that would be the best retro in the league. It looks really I mean, good on the ice. Like some look good on the um in the pictures, like the jackets did, and some look mm-hmm. good, way better on the ice, like Tampa's did. I think uh, anything that the Lightning produce is going to be better than their, unless it's like the black one is going to be better than their regular home and aways because they're so let, basic. Let's be honest. Not only are they basic, they're a carbon copy of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. So, which is, they're allowed to have that because that's fine. They're an icon. You know, they are an original 16. They've been around for forever. But imagine if, like, the... Imagine if the Tampa Bay Rays had a jersey that was a carbon copy of the Yankees. Like, pinstripes? Yeah. yeah. You don't do that. Like, no. it's... But, um, yeah, you can you can kind of get away with it because, you know, Tampa's big hockey market nationally... No, yeah. not as big as Toronto. I don't think anybody will get there other than Montreal. And, you know, Montreal, Toronto are the two biggest hockey markets in the NHL, yes. I'd say. So you can kind of get away with it, like you said, but like in MLB, All of Canada. Yeah. For real. Um, I like Tampa Bay's. I'm looking at a picture here that has all 30 of them up. Um, I'm, liking, uh, I'm liking Montreal's too. I think it was a real good decision. Yeah. I, I really like those, but... Man, Montreal has been off the charts this season. Yeah, what happened there? I honestly don't know. I'm a little upset about that, though. Josh Anderson, where was that last year? Come on. I know. Eight goals on the season. Ridiculous. And then, you know, they've just been pl- been playing really well. Um, Tyler Toffoli mm-hmm. has, what, let me see, nine, nine goals, leads the league. Eight are against his former team, the Vancouver Canucks. That's insane. And, and yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, to do that against your former team and you play him eight times a year. I mean, he's probably only what two or three games in. Yeah, against them, so he's, he's averaging on like, pace for he's averaging a hat trick a game against them. So, yeah, and then um, that's absurd. Jeff Petrie, I think Petrie Petrie, yeah. um, Petrie, Petrie. Yeah, uh, he is dark horse candidate for the Norris right now. He's been playing Seriously. really well. Uh, he had a goal on the power play earlier today, and Montreal's won against Ottawa. So uh, he has six goals on the season as a defenseman, and he is the quarterback of their power play. So Montreal's turned it around really probably good Probably those them. jerseys. Yeah. I mean, like there's said, probably some Montreal fans who don't like it because it is primarily blue. Yeah, and Montreal's but, red. But I like it. I think it looks good. But in terms of logos... Like there's a bunch of a bunch of different d- jersey designs, but in terms of logos they put on there, how about this Calgary Flames logo? Oh yeah, did what uh, is that? I don't know, but David Riddick, the Calgary goaltender, he did a whole new pad setup with the logos on it. Nice, and it, it looks yeah. like a minor league baseball logo. It, with I can see that the fiery. I don't know horse what that is with the 
nostrils of flames. I don't know. Look it up if you haven't seen it. Calgary Flames 2021 reverse retro uniform. Um, I know you don't like it, but that Florida Panthers one is amazing. It's have have they worn those yet? Um, I don't. Think I don't they, think so. Yeah, I don't think they have. I want to see it on the ice before I make a like whole assumption of it. But um, I, I don't know why I don't like it. I mean, it. I don't like it. But um, top five reverse retros for you. Go. Okay. Uh, Florida number five. Um, Capitals number four. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Rangers, Lady Liberty, number three. Um, some background noise while I... Um, people are all crazy on the Coyotes one. I don't know why. Like, it's not that good. Like, I guess it's cool. I don't know. Boston. I hate Boston. I can't pick Boston. Um, I think Buffalo's is good, but I would have put the goat head... As the main logo, not as a shoulder yeah, patch. Me too. Um, I don't know, man. I kind of like the subway jerseys. If I'm being honest. Oh no, I like them too. I was like, just making a joke. Though. I kind of, I kind of like them. My only problem is, I mean, I don't care. I'm a Steeler fan, but I feel like all the Minnesota Viking fans are going to be so disappointed when they see their hockey team in Packer colors. Yeah. Um. But let's see. I got uh. What I have so far, Washington, Rangers, Florida. I'll go Tampa Bay, actually. Tampa Bay in that top five. And, hmm. You know what? Kind of an unpopular choice here. I'm going to go Nashville. Nashville? I really like Nashville's for some reason. I don't know. I think their regular jerseys are way too much yellow. So kind of putting the silver on there. I like, that's, I like Nashville. That's respectable. Yeah. I mean, I like it, too. All right. Your top five, go. Top five? Okay. Number one, I think this should be undisputed. I cannot believe you didn't have this on. The Avs. Yeah, the Colorado Avalanche. That, that is such a good throwback design with the Nordiques in there, with the color scheme. It's amazing. Uh, my number two. But, like, who cares about the Nordiques? They're not even a team anymore. What does Colorado have to do with Quebec? Because the Avalanche moved. I know, but, but like. I mean, is would, would the Ravens have a throwback Browns uniform? No, because they're rivals. I mean, I, yeah, but they used to be the team. Yeah, but like, uh, if Quebec got the Nordiques back, you don't think they'd be rivals? Yeah, they would. Yeah, okay. so like, th- that's what I'm saying. I, I I think it's a nice design. Uh, my number two. Uh, let's see here. The L.A. Kings. I really like. I, those. I like that one too. Uh, my number three. Those are I, just Laker jerseys. Let's be honest. Yeah, and I like the Lakers. Yeah. So, Laker jerseys, not necessarily a team, but Cavs for life. But um, yes. my number three, Montreal Canadiens. Really like the yeah, blue with one. the red. Um, number four. Let's see. Edmonton Oilers. I like the um, white with the orange. Um, just like I like the stripes on the sides too. I feel like all of their jerseys, whether they're the regular ones, the retros, or the throwbacks or the alternates, they're all kind of the same. Like they're all, Edmonton. they all have the same color scheme. Yes, just swapped in a different striping format. I don't know. That's just me, maybe. Uh, what do you have it for? Four. 
Wait, so I went. Uh, this Colorado. Is my, this is my five. Five because I went oh. Colorado, L.A., Edmonton, Montreal. That's right. That's right. And then my number five, Tampa Bay. I mean, it's a good one. Yeah, I mean, just a solid jersey, color scheme, design. Uh, you know, like throwback jersey, and then the um logo. I think it's a really nice jersey. I'm just seeing this one now. Uh, forgot to mention it. Honorable mention, Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. It kind of went with the Atlanta Falcons gradient type thing, you know, uh, navy transitioning into the green with the. I like it. Yeah. I don't know. That's an honorable mention. Um, bottom five. I, I'd like to. I'd like to hear this. Okay. Especially after seeing those Columbus jerseys. Uh, do yours first. All right, I'll go mine. Um. Starting at five, so um, my last one's going to be the worst one. So okay. number five is um, Anaheim Ducks. I think they could have done so much better with the uh, Mighty Duck, and then the lo- what yes. even? They, what, what is that logo? Like I don't. I think it's okay. So I think it's a duck first of all, but it's a duck wearing the jersey that they should be. That should yeah, be their logo, the, the, right? The, the logo it's is a duck. on the jersey. It's a duck wearing the Mighty Ducks jersey. Yeah. On it. I don't know. I feel like the Ducks have so much potential with what they could do with their uniforms. You know, they have the iconic movie behind them, and they just then have the regular ugly uh, webbed foot D logo. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're a massive screw-up when it comes to uniforms. And then, uh, so, number... Three, Vegas. They've been yeah, in the league for like ugly. four years. What throwback do you have? I mean, same could be said for the Blue Jackets, but like True. what throwback? Well, I think re- it was based off the Las Vegas Thunder, right? I'm pretty sure Oh yeah, it was a hockey team that played there in like the 80s or 70s or something. Not NHL, but... But even still, what's yeah. with the red? No. And then the uh, V's... V stripes with the gray and the gold, the um and I don't they, know maybe it's just me that logo was meant to be a shoulder logo and nothing mm-hmm, else. Yeah. It should not be a primary. No. It would and be then, like if the Blackhawks put the tomahawk C on the front. Yeah. So Golden Knights did a great job with the home and away. Yes. They didn't do a great job in the alternates. I think no. those have way too much yellow. And then the it is red. Vegas. Yeah. So, but yeah. So um, moving on here. Okay, I have to save that for my last. The Dallas Stars. Too much. Hey, I think it's too much I, white. I, I agree with you on this, but didn't last week you said you liked it? Did I? I think you did. We were talking about their, their blackout, like uh, neon green uniforms, which we both love, but then you said the reverse retros, you thought they did a good job too. I did not agree, but apparently you agree with me now, so that's good. Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what I was thinking then, but yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't like them at all. Yeah, too too much white. Um, I can kind of see what they try to do with like the star mm-hmm. on their uh, on the sh- sleeves and stuff. They kind of they kind of it, it looks like out. um it looks like they tried to do the current color scheme with the old school logo. Yeah, and it did not work. And then is this number one. I think this is number two. Okay. And then I have an honorable, honorable Oh, we all mention. know what number one is. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention. It's 
going to have to be the New York Islanders. It's not even a reverse retro. It's literally... Hold on. That's not number one? No. What could possibly be number one? You'll see. You'll see. So, New York Islanders, they didn't even try to do anything. They just... It's the exact same home jersey with, like, a different shade of blue. And then... Wait, so is this That was an honorable mention. Yeah. I think this is your last one. Oh, my bad. Now I know what number one is. Yes. Do you want to say it at the same time? Three, Three. two, one. Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Yes. It's absolutely terrible. It's a practice jersey. It's just white with gray. It's an all white with their logo and the gray sleeves. I could have done something better than this. Yes. I make better jerseys in NHL on the daily than what yeah, that's, this. That's this is blasphemy to a reverse retro. Like, wh- and it's still what is still that? better than a Cleveland Browns jersey. <laughs> okay, so my top five, bottom five. I'm sorry. Um, number one worst, of course, is Detroit. Number two worst, I'll go with the Islanders. Number three, Dallas. Uh, number four, honestly, outside of those three, there's, I think Vegas is pretty bad too. And Anaheim. Yeah, I agree with you. But outside of those five, like there's not many that are awful. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of middle tier ones, you know, like Ottawa and Philly and Pittsburgh and the Sharks and the Blackhawks. And I think the Jackets are probably in that middle tier, that upper uh, middle 20s tier. Yeah. But. Same. Okay. I could have put this in my bottom five, but they weren't that much. They weren't too bad of the ones that I already had on there. Toronto. I thought they yeah. could have done a way better job, especially with the history that they have. But, you know, like you kind of said, their jerseys are kind of a basic generic, which isn't a bad thing. But they're, when you're making they're kind or, of the Yankees of hockey yeah. when it comes to uniforms, but they could have had some fun there. Yeah. Throw the, throw this, uh, what's it called? The, the famous tower in Toronto, mm-hmm. right? Put that going up the leaf or something. Yeah. Put Drake on the shoulder. <laughs> I don't know. Is Drake even a Leafs fan or is he just a Raptors fan? I don't even know. I think he's been to a couple of Leafs games just because it's Toronto. It's hockey. It's yeah. the cool thing to do, but he practically owns the Raptors. Yeah. I mean, was he at the bubble last year? No, I don't think they allowed any. At- I wouldn't be surprised Man. if he was, but I don't think he was. He was there. He was there. There in spirit. Oh, yeah. He but, was there. Um... So, yeah, what your, else? your bottom five was my bottom five. But, yeah, yeah. just like the quick standings update. Yeah. You know, uh, Still in the playoffs today. Yeah. If the season would end, so that's good. Number one, top of the entire league. A bit of a surprise to me, to be honest. I thought they would have fallen off with how much they lost in the offseason. The Boston Bruins. Uh, Dude, I got to be honest. Points. It's Boston. Can you expect anything else? It's Boston. Yeah. Whether they're the top team or not, it's Boston. Yeah, but, you know, they're they gonna, lose yeah. Char, they lose Krug, they lose half the entire defense to free agency. But they've I don't just, know, man. McAvoy, Carlo, they've stepped it up. They're the time. one team, you could say the Celtics too, but they're, they're the one team that's held on since Brady left. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 
it's funny, like for the last 10, 15 years, which city has been the undisputed most dominant in the world sports-wise? I mean, there's, yeah, Boston, Boston, LA, Tampa. Boston. Yeah. Brady wins six Super Bowls. The Celtics win a, a championship in 08. The Red Sox win three titles. The Bruins win a Stanley Cup. They go to each three Each of finals. them, each of them make the playoffs every single year. Mm-hmm. And Bra- they go, Brady and they go moves, deep in the playoffs, Brady too. moves to Tampa. The Lightning win the Stanley Cup. The Rays go to the World Series. Tampa Bay gets a home field Super Bowl. So, Title Town USA is wherever Tom Brady is. Yeah. Mark my words. It's true. Can't deny that. So, Moving Boston's on. number one. Yeah. Montreal, number two with 18 points. Toronto, number three with 17. And it's just... Not not too surprising to be honest. Philadelphia, Tampa, Colorado, St. Louis. Where's Columbus on that list? Columbus is twelve. Okay. Which I mean, I don't a think twi- anybody. There's a twist. Columbus has played twelve. My bad. Columbus has played twelve games, thirteen points, negative six goal differential. That's not what you want to see. All these, hmm. especially uh, Montreal's got a plus seventeen. Uh, Boston plus twelve. Tampa, Colorado plus fourteen. So, a bit of a catch there. Columbus hasn't missed any games, you know, which is a good thing. Yeah. But, you know. So, you, they're a playoff like team. Right I now, I think yes. so. And they have a negative six goal. Yeah. That's that, crazy. That Dallas game didn't do bode too well. I mean. I think most of it, it's when they, when they lose, it's either an overtime or it's like a three, four goal loss. But when they win, it's always one goal games. True. One or two goal yep. games. And they always... If they if it is a one goal game, right? You saw in the four three win over Dallas. You'll you'll go up to two zero three one, and then you'll lose it yeah. almost at the end, right? I just think it's because they try and sit back and play, um, like in football prevent defense. You know, yeah. you kind of just like you know you dump the puck in deep, you go for the line change, you don't really attack them, yeah, and you let them come down. They score two quick goals, you know, it's a one goal game. That, but Columbus. Either holds on or they go into an overtime, which they still get a point. So, I mean, you can't... A point's get, not enough, though. You need to. Yeah, you, especially with, you know, these this division. You need no, all points. Maximize, maximize every single opportunity mm-hmm. you have. You don't know if you'll get it again. That You, you don't want to count on, you know, 15 overtime losses yes. getting you into the playoffs. That like, that one game this past um, couple weeks ago against Florida where Hornquist scores with, like, 1.3 seconds left and they lose... Yeah, that is going to give me nightmares for the rest of the season because I will not be able to watch a game what? comfortably until it's quadruple zeros. Mm-hmm. Like that show, they had that game in the back, and yeah. and it's not just like like that. They score, boom, go to overtime, boom, go to shootout, they lose, mm-hmm. just like that. And that that's what's kind of amazing about hockey, but it can also bite you in the back mm-hmm. if you're not careful. Definitely, and you know, it's just things like that. You know. I think it was Koivimus' an empty net with, like, 16 seconds left. Mm-hmm. They get the face off. They win it. They get zone time. They shoot off the rebound. He scores. Mm-hmm. Game tied, and then they go to a shootout where Florida's really good in shootouts. Mm-hmm. And Columbus, not so good. But, yeah, like you said, one of the great parts about hockey. So Have you seen, I think, one of the greatest example of this all time? Like, 2003, 2004, Alish Hemsky. Oh, yeah, where... Dallas, they're playing Dallas, and he misses. First of all, he doesn't just miss an empty net. He goes right in front of the net and completely 
he fans on the shot. So he he misses the not only does he miss a wide open cage, the instant that he misses it, this Edmonton guy picks the puck up, goes two hundred feet down the ice, scores with two seconds left to send it to overtime, and then they win in overtime. Yeah. And then it was so funny because I was stupid. I was watching the replay of that. The commentators were like not roasting him, but they were like almost basically yelling at him like that's a dis- no, that's, that's a that's yes. a disgrace to hockey. Cause you know, like you said, it wasn't like he had a guy on his tail. He was wide open, and then he walks right through the crease, slips, I forgot, gives up Yeah, the puck. I forgot to mention, he tripped. Uh-huh. And then they go up the ice. They score with, like, two, three seconds left, and they go and win. And that's one of the good parts because you get so much momentum from that goal that, that carries into overtime and then the shootouts. So, yeah, great, great example there. So... Yeah, I I really really agree. Columbus needs to get all the points they can mm-hmm. in these, especially these upcoming games. You know, against like teams that are in the playoff race with them: yeah. Carolina, Nashville, Florida. Um, every game I, is a yeah. big game at this point. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar to what the Indians had last year. You know, sixty games when you typically have three times that. Like, yeah, I know fifty six is more than half of eighty two. So it's but still. Maximize yeah. every opportunity you have, and uh, hopefully Jackins can get some wins this upcoming week. Uh, we'll be watching for sure. But um, real quick, the Super Bowl's tomorrow. Who yeah. do you like? Now, me as a Browns fan, not liking the Chiefs knocking us out. I want to root for Tampa, but, but it's Tom Brady. Yeah, it's Tom. Here, Tom Tampa Bay's got a couple things going for him. The Chiefs' offensive line, you know, they don't have Schwartz. They don't have Fisher. Mm-hmm. Tampa's got a really, really good front seven defense. Um, you got Tom Brady, the GOAT, on your team. You have these amazing offensive weapons. But on the other hand, you got Mahomes, great baby GOAT. Yeah. Best quarterback in the league, Tyreek Hill, speed demon, Travis Kelsey. Best wide receiver, best quarterback, best tight end. Yeah. No debate. And then... You saw what Tyreek Hill did in the first quarter when these two yes. played. Mm-hmm. 200 yards, two touchdowns, burnt their secondary. So, realistically, I do think the Chiefs win. However, I, I want so. Tampa Bay to win. Just okay, so based your... off the sole fact that the Chiefs knocked out the Browns. I Predictions, I think well, see, this is a really high-scoring game. If the Chiefs win, though, you lost to the, the undisputed yeah, but champs. No, we should be in this game. Like, with the way... Uh, hear, hear me out with the way Buffalo played in that AFC championship and with how big that no true uh, targeting call was if the Browns win true. this game Buffalo comes out and play like they did to be which, fair though that game would be in Buffalo I don't think they'd play the same way but to be fair you though never know the Bills did look terrible in that game but also I think that the Chiefs that played the Bills was completely different than the Chiefs that played the Browns yeah and then you obviously if, couple, the Browns, couple factors. if the Browns would have played that Chiefs team, there's no way they would have had a shot. Yeah. Chad Henney played for Anything most of the third and the fourth quarter. Um, they did not have Sammy Watkins, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Mitchell Schwartz. Um, but, yeah, several factors come into that. But I do think the Browns could have easily won that game if a couple things went their way. But, you know. Um, so you mentioned it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think so, yeah. too. I don't th- 
I don't think either these teams' defenses stop that, no. these offenses. But, you know, hopefully, yeah, high-scoring game, especially after what happened in 2019. What's your score? Uh, my score, 40-34 to 34 OT. Chiefs or Bucks? Buccaneers. I think Walk-off touchdown to give Brady number seven? Yeah. I think, Interesting. Okay. I don't think that... Um, it's like a first possession kind of thing where Mahomes doesn't get to touch the ball. I think Tampa Bay comes up with a big stop and Brady leads them. Really? And yeah. Okay. I think if it were to happen like that, I think the NFL would change those rules to where both teams get possession. Because, you know, yeah. with, you know, I don't want to like bring up any like theories, but Mahomes, the golden boy, twice this happens, doesn't get touched the ball in overtime, his team loses. I think that Two-time changes. Brady. Yeah. I mean, it's what that. It's what I don't the NFL think it's going to come down to that. I have um, Kansas City winning thirty-two twenty-nine. Like, but at least it's really yeah, it's, it's really a, it's tough, be man. It could really go either way because keep the, in, keep in mind, Tampa does play on their home soil. True, and so, I mean, as a Steeler fan, nobody knows better than me. You do not ever ever bet against Tom Brady. Yeah, but you don't ever bet against Patrick Mahomes. No, either. Yeah. So what do you do when they play each other? I don't know, but. It, it, I'm just I want the Chiefs to win. Game. It's going to be a good game. Kansas City, 32-29. Tampa Bay, 40-34. to Well, we'll see Sunday. We will. But right before that, Jackets versus Hurricanes. All right. So this has been Episode 3 of Fifth Line Primetime. Thanks for listening. Uh, another episode coming next week. Uh, go Jackets. Hopefully they can fire that cannon more and uh we'll see you guys next time thanks for listening have a great day go chiefs see ya go bucks